0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scarborough Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods, a.k.a. two bros, no garden hosts, a.k.a. one salmon, Couchy, two fans of Fauci, a.k.a. one egg, four legs, a.k.a. one side, two goats. We are here. We are back. Baseball is back. Oh my God. Is it for how long? For how long? What a house of cards that and is. We're not just saying that because we're Cardinals fans. Uh if you're a Miami fan or a Philly fan, oh my God. Look, it came you're and I from was, Philadelphia. Hey, you're from Philly. We got the If Philly. you're a JT Real Muto fan. I'm a Bryce. JT Real Muto. He's a good ball player. That's the best Philly name to say. Unreal. Uh, Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy Jimmy Rollins. Rollins. You met Jimmy Rollins. I swallowed so many L's when I met Jimmy Rollins. I swallowed so many L's. It's giving me extra calories for for that Jimmy Craig. I'm on Jimmy Craig. You lost a lot of weight on Jenny Craig. Hey, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. Trying. I'm trying it. Look, the deal is this baseball came back. We were super excited. I listened to, I I played golf a little bit on Friday night Mm -hmm. with my son. I put, you know, and the joy for him was to drive around in the sure. cart, which he loves. Sure, I put the Cardinals game on my phone in the in the cart in the bucket, so I was faintly hearing when I went up to like shank my tee shots the sounds of Mike Shannon, a guy we listened to growing up along with Jack Buck, so but now great. he's he's still there and he's doing the game. And, and it, they piped in some crowd noise so that it, it does feel approximately what it's like, way better than watching it on TV. Sure, the other well, the and watching's then, fine. Watching was great. We had a we had a beautiful. Moment moment when we saw uh brody stevens oh yeah uh, that okay can we just talk about that moment that moment that. was insane so the dodgers and i'm sorry we're getting so sportsy, but i think this is part of the fabric of america so and we definitely have something to say about baseball and the way that baseball came back sure so the dodgers in the opening night they allowed their fans to purchase, purchase to for charity, purchase cutouts of themselves that there would then be photo of themselves would be placed on a cutout and around there to make it almost look like if you looked quickly that there are fans. And I will say this about the cardboard cutouts, because you know, who's down low, a lot, a lot of a rich down. people in LA, a lot and of down. rich old people. I'm saying the cardboard cutouts, a lot of them look more lifelike than the actual people at a Dodgers game behind home plate. One cardboard cutout got us in the heartstrings and someone uh, at Rocket Pins, you can tweet at an artist who makes these beautiful enamel pins of comedians and whatnot, spent the money to get a cardboard cutout of Brody Stevens at the game. And our friend Andy Schwartz who was a really close friend of ours, was like, hey, Brody was at the game. We went back and I was looking at it and I just missed it. And they sh- they literally Big. focused in on him while they ran an M&M's commercial. Which, right, so like once the commercial come on, you kind of, s- you stop paying attention. I think I walked away, I looked right. away. But there's Brody Stevens and they're just focusing in on him somehow like Major League Baseball knew. This is the guy you want to stay on. Or, or the producers were aware of what Brody did and his connection to baseball. Sure. We put it out in the world. You and- can't preempt me by M&M's. They're non-you. Union uh I and Adam, and we he, tweeted, we we texted all of our friends about it. We tweeted about it and like just uh, like a good a tweet for us that gets a, a decent response is like two or three hundred people sign on and say they like it and they get behind it. Eleven thousand people retweeted it. it. It was insane. It so was to insane. Brody, we miss you. We missed him. I wanted to text him and be like, I saw you at the game. That was my first reaction. I went to my phone to text Brody and be like, Hey, I love seeing what you a you. what a beautiful moment. And I'm glad the Dodgers did it. And I'm glad. Uh, Sad. We miss him, too. It yeah, it just was... So, it's back. Baseball is back. Uh, 11 Marlin players. Actually, it's a total of 13. 13 Marlins have been infected, which... By the way, it sounds like sounds like the worst fishing trip ever. Exactly, uh, thirteen Marlins have been infected. That's awful. It's the most positivity surrounding the Marlins organization <laughs> in years. Let's be honest about that. They are uh, uh, wrong kinds of positives. Right. Uh, they are quarantined, and now so are the Phillies, who they played against. The Felways. Phillies! Phillies are going to be locked, walked down at home. And so, <laughs> go grab a Coke Zero out of the fridge. Going to watch another team play baseball because you guys are the locked. Phillies down. are locked down. So. That's that. And all the teams that those guys play. And it's all a Marwin's fault. Marwin's fault. Uh, And baseball is, like us, collectively holding their breath behind their masks to see what happens. So now you're like, who gave it to them? Who started it? Right. Why wasn't this under control? How did this get so out of control? Like, I could see one person getting a false positive or a positive. Whatever. whatever. Yeah. But 11, I mean, 11 Marlins means it's going around the locker room and it probably originated from them. So now you got to say who are the play. And this is almost going to be a real time experiment to see how much. Can one team infect another team with that interplay? I mean, maybe the first baseman gets it. Maybe the catcher gets it. But maybe the outfielders are fine because they're far enough away and pitchers who weren't in the game and and dugout players and those guys are fine. But this is just insane. It's crazy. But baseball is back. They're going to push forward. It's why, hey, they have a 30-person track squad. They have like, It's next man up to me. Those eleven people go sit and keep the season going, even if you're if you're running with the B team. And if you what was that? What was that line from uh, running with the B team? American 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 pimp. Yeah. Oh yeah. He so all of his all of his women, working women on the street from the A team, got taken from him. So he's like, I'm going to go back up to San Francisco and get the B team. Get the B team. Round the B team. That's what you got to do. Ah, the objectification of women. Even Uh, if you don't love sports, you got to love admit that it's a. A welcome distraction from the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we all need it's that an alternative time to set of numbers we can focus on. Sixty that's right. game season, unless uh, thirteen Marlins are getting infected, and now you're thinking about that. No, stuff. Right, right, right. But three months down the road, it almost gives us like a three month other thing to look at, and we can be like, "Hey, what's going on in baseball yeah, exactly. for the next three months?" And Then, oh my God, it's already October. Right. Exactly. So that that's I think what people are hoping that sports can do. As sports fans, we are personally ecstatic. What is some people hate? So so. But sports, I think, without fans allows the league to be perhaps a little more nimble and certainly a little bit more socially conscious. The NBA does it better than all the other leagues because they allow their players to be more outspoken. But Major League Baseball and the NFL have had a problem with it. So, well, I think part of the reason why Major League Baseball and – NFL have had an issue with being socially conscious and socially progressively thinking because a major portion of the fan base is white, mm-hmm. a major portion of the fan base of both of those sports are Republican mm-hmm. and come from the South. Yeah. And so shut up and dribble. That's yeah. their attitude. So there's or, I don't want or, my po- stay in your lane. Either it's either I am a hundred percent opposed to that, or it is I want my sports clean of all this stuff. That's right which I don't buy that. I I have to say I'm not a fan of someone saying my whole, the game is ruined because I see B, L, and M on the pitcher's mound. How is the game ruined for you? We listen to old Cardinals games. We listen to current Cardinals games on uh, Sirius Radio, and we get the St. Louis local broadcast. About seven times in the course of one Cardinals baseball game, there will be like pro-life, anti-abortion ads that are, that are run that we have to listen to because that's part of the thing. Is that part of our Does politics? it make us happy? No. Oh. Do, do I feel like at times, uh, you know, is this appropriate? I don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, well, they bought the airtime. Yeah. So they're going to say that. And it's my job to either turn it down and I'll turn it back up when I see 30 seconds is gone. It definitely doesn't ruin it out. the game for me. It doesn't ruin the game. You get- I get wanting a total escape, but that's childish. That's yeah. like, that's like going to an ice cream shop and finding out that they don't have your favorite flavor and then like being like, well, the whole thing's ruined. Well, exactly. it's not ruined. Exactly. It's not ruined. Exactly. It's not ruined at all. Right. Okay. Uh, and if it bugs you so much, take a walk around your house. That's right. And if you still think that kneeling is about disrespecting the flag, then you have bigger problems to deal with in your life. Then you're not paying attention. It's bu- it's it's not about that. I, I We need to say this in the most clearest terms, as everyone is saying in the most clearest terms. It is not up for interpretation why these people are yeah, doing those this. who are doing it have explicitly stated exactly what it is. And it's hilarious to me that people continue to willfully ignore it and fight even harder than ever to label what I consider to be peaceful, thoughtful, you know, demonstrations of our voice mm-hmm. or lack I can't think of anything more patriotic. And so they're basically calling on anyone who kneels as a member who's anti-American, Antifa, all this stuff. Mike Ditka came out and said, you know, if you don't stand up for the flag and you don't stand up for the anthem, then and get can, out of the country. Get out of the country, which I think that was part of a Levitra ad. I don't that know if was. that was. Uh, get you know, out of the country. A- it's fun to see. Like Ditka was a legend, certainly in Chicago Go back and watch the SNL skits. Yeah, skits, sketches. Sketch. Go, go, what, skits. What did I just turn eighty? The sketches. Okay, that he was an a legend, godlike status. It's fun now to watch him chip Maybe away at that. that I just watch Itka. him chip away at that. He's with becoming like minier and minier, Ditka. It's fun to watch it unfold. So it is that is the context uh, it, within which our first story unfolds about a relief pitcher from San Francisco on the Giants who refused to kneel with the rest of his team before the national anthem as a nod to the BLM, uh, movement. just to honor. So that what they're doing now is they have their ne- players are kneeling. They did it only in the first game. Before the first game, they knelt. They all held this long piece of black Black fabric, fabric. and they held it together in a sign of unity. That was a beautiful moment. Just saying, you know, and again, I think Randy's right. Maybe because fans weren't there, it was a little bit easier and less controversial in the moment. You wouldn't have people shouting and hacking in that moment. You could just do it. It was kind of a beautiful way to honor it. And one guy on the Giants, one guy out of four full teams, one guy stood and refused to kneel for that moment. Sam... Coonrod, it's which an unfortunate that's an name. unfortunate name. Exactly, well, the only player from the two teams, a guy named Coonrod. Yeah, a guy named Coonrod is not going to be leading the charge for equal rights. No, I'm just going to tell you that right now. So let's be clear: this kneeling and picking up a long black piece of fabric that all the players on all four teams, except for you, Sam Coonrod, mm-hmm. the Dodgers, the Yankees, the the Nationals, Nationals, and Giants. the Giants, participate in. You except Coonrod. You're the only one. All the players then. I stood up and I think of some kneeled. Some kneeled. Some but, knelt, including yeah. the manager of your very team, Sam mm-hmm. Coonrod. Uh I, I don't know why I'm continuing to say the name. It Coonrod. was it was a kind of it was a brilliant move because it sidestepped the anthem. It was just a moment. Like, before MLB the MLB kind of did something here. I, I saw that and I was like, okay. So the MLB right now is saying we're going to have this moment before the anthem, so no one can confuse. That's right. No that's one can right. say, hey, this is the disrespecting that's moment right. of the flag. No, it's its own separate moment, which might piss people off even more. It kind of shines the light, lifts the carpet up a little bit more, yeah. because like, if you, you can't still, conflate the two. You can't conflate the two, because they did it before. You wanna, right. it, it, people knelt afterwards, but that had nothing to do with the actual official moment of holding Everyone the went fabric, along with it, except for Sam Coon. And his excuse, ready for this, Was religion. That's why he didn't kneel. He claimed that he won't kneel before anything but God. What about Zod? Kneel before before Zod. Kneel before Zod. By the way, isn't God everywhere? Why why wasn't God on the field right there? So you could say that you were kneeling before God. Or was he taking the night off? which if you believe in God, you think God takes a night off? I mean, he usually takes Sundays off. That was a Thursday night, That's but right. Sunday is church day when most people do their God kneeling. That's so right. it kind of doesn't even make sense. Aren't we just to assume that God is everywhere? And by the way, I will say this, Adam Wainwright, pitcher for the Cardinals, big God guy, huge God guy, wrote the most beautiful piece about why he was going to kneel down and pick up the thing and why he supported BLM. He actually linked it to faith. I highly recommend that you guys listen to it it's, or read it. It's beautiful. Look up Adam Wainwright, Black Lives Matter, he did an amazing job. Right. So, Kunrad also then said, quote, couldn't get on board with a couple of things I've read about Black Lives Matter, how they leaned towards Marxism and said some negative things about the nuclear family. Okay. okay. Now, you, there you go. There it is. There it is. You can't claim you that yourself. you didn't do it because of your religion and then turn around and be like, oh, and also- Some Marxist organization. I don't agree with That's it. That's against the nuclear family? Is it? I, I don't think so. anything? I, mean, I guess maybe because- some gay and trans members have joined the fight. Yeah, or, that's or, an issue now. Joined in? Yeah. But that's not, I don't think they've, I don't think Black Lives Matter has said anything about the nuclear family. About, has I, it? I don't read Breitbart newsletter, so yeah. I don't know. So I guess that's where he read it. He I'm said he positive said. that there are other Republicans on those teams. Positive. And yes, yes these they, are rich dudes who in many ways, you know, black, white, what Brown, a lot of people who make lots of money, i.e. in sports, mm-hmm. don't want to be taxed to the high heavens and lose a large yeah. portion of that money. And so in many cases, and we found this from talking to athletes, a lot of athletes are Republican. Yeah, they just are. But yet everyone did it. Everyone, did it. including your manager, your team, Gabe, I'm a Jew Kaplan, right? Kapler and Kapler. <laughs> Gabe, I'm Gabe a Jew, Kapler. Kapler. Gabe Sorry. Kaplan was from Welcome, Welcome back, back, Cotter. It's interesting that you couldn't get on board with for this for your team. Right. Because, I mean, it's a team sport. Uh-huh. They're going to count on you in some moment. Sometimes you're going to have to do something that maybe you don't love, but you do it for your So teammate. here's my question. Couldn't he have done this? Couldn't he have sat down, kneeled, grabbed the th- knelt, grabbed the thing, and then afterwards grabbed a reporter and said, hey, I just want to get this off my chest. I participated in that thing because I'm part of a team. I got to say that I am conflicted about it because I have some issues with what I've read to be the truth about Black Lives Matter. So I just want people to know me kneeling down with the rest of my teammates really wasn't me necessarily endorsing the Black Lives Matter thing, but I did it because it was a sh- show of respect for everyone. Now you this just situation. look like a racist loner. Yeah. In a city. They plays for a city that's the most open city. Right. So there you are. You're San in San Francisco. Francisco. And you got a female coach on your team. That's right. This is this is an organization that's pushing itself. Pushing the boundaries in a very positive way. You got a manager who nails, who is Gabe Jewish. Kaplar, Kapler. Not Kaplan, Kaplan. And you got a female coach. And you got a fan base that could... Potentially turn on you. That's right. Because now every photo is of all these players kneeling and you just standing there. It is his right to do this, by the way. But this is not a cool thing to do, right? Or it's his right. It's his right to not kneel, just like it was Kaepernick's right to kneel, right? But you have to. You have to deal with the consequences, just like Kaepernick had to deal with the consequences. Thankfully, I mean, this was not the game where Fauci threw out the first pitch because that was amazing. He might have charged the mound on that one. That's just right. Cause, just because uh, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci represents all the things that are science. and I science, don't know, science is Marxist, right? I don't know if you saw the first pitch. Uh, if anyone saw it, we posted it on our Instagram page. We threw some yeah. jokes. Out. I saw that Fauci. I was like, ouchie. Uh We threw it up on our – we tried to do what – if we were cheap seating that moment. Here's what we said about the pitch. He threw it so far left, he brushed back Rachel Maddow. Fauci, uh, I guess someone else wrote on our page, uh, Adam Caton Holland said that even his fastballs practice social distancing, which I love that. Someone else on our page, Fauci's so great, he doesn't want anybody to catch anything. He was really trying to flatten the curve. There we go. Uh, yes, and we said, I haven't seen a pitch that bad since Don Draper. Almost lost the Burger Chef account, and I know he didn't. No, Peggy, Peggy picked pitched up it and Peggy won the she account. She won the account, but Draper acted a little was, weird in the early... He was having some rough moments. He was moments having some rough moments, and right, he guy almost guy. threw away the, the account. But still, he saved it. In the end, what I say is, thank God he's bad at pitching. Thank do God you, he is Do you want pitching. him to be good at pitching? No. no. You no. want Fauci to know. be good at bit? No. Thank God he's spending more time on the pandemic than on his sliders. If Fauci, like, stepped up to the mound put it on the bump, and through like 80 miles an hour high heat. I'd be like, there's a problem. To me, that's like seeing a Chris Angel- When a magician- the, When a magician has like a six pack. A magician with a six pack is like Fauci just grooving one. That's right. You know, because like magicians should not- If magicians you have so you that- You don't need abs. You don't need abs. A magician needs only one ab abracadabra that's right that's it that's the only ab you need and use it wisely mm-hmm. if I see that the one pack if I see that you have too many abs as a magician I'm like you're I'm spending like, too much time in the gym spend more time on the magic spend more time on the magic thank God Fauci is spending more time on, on the magic all right there we go that's our first story down in the books when we come back oh my God as a parent we do all that we can to spend time with our kids but we may be spending too much time with our kids and this next story illustrates it it is Scarborough Country The Virus Edition, stay with us. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I uh, want to remind you, we are doing uh, the Live Dump People Town, August 15th, Eventbrite. Jim Gaffigan is our guest. We are about 100 tickets away, right? I think it's, yeah, about 100. About 100 tickets away from being completely sold out. Uh, so And they're going fast. It's all that's see. left are ticket plus uh, prices, but they're really, it's going to be such a fun night. I think it's going to probably sell out by next week. That's my, and it's August 15th, the show. So if you're thinking about doing it, it's such a fun night. It is so fun to sit we down. Will bring Bring a live comedy show to your house. That's right. Order some Postmates in, uh, have a glass of wine or Make a beer. just a nice, fun 630 night. 6.30 West Coast time, 7.30 Mountain, 8.30 Midwest time, and 930, 9.30 on the East Coast. Get up on this. Live Dumb People Town. Go to Eventbrite. Search Live Dumb People Town. Get your ticks. or go to NowhereComedyClub.com. Check out our YouTube page, YouTube's Sclubber Country. Find it, subscribe to it, and uh, we're going to put some more really cool videos on that. We're waiting to hear back from YouTube whether or not we can clear a certain hurdle, and once we do, we'll throw all the other videos back on. You ready? Yep, let's do it. All right, none of us, like I said before the break, are super psyched that we have to be with our kids 24-7. We love them. Love our kids. Love our kids. More than anything in the world. Just don't. There are times when you're like, I love you, so, and, they're, and I can feel it from them. They're like, get away. Our dad used to say about us, we were so cute. When we were sleeping. That's right. And there is nothing more true than that. You love the hell out of your kids more than anything when they're just quiet. And so school and camp provide an opportunity for your kids to go away, do something fun, be with other people, have that moment, and then come back and enjoy you. Right. So that time away actually makes them Makes the moments it, together so much better. The analogy is we went to Six Flags one night at, at a corporate event for Six Flags. Our friend Dan Weinberg worked for Six Flags and we worked for corporate and said, Hey, they're having this huge event at Magic Mountain right out, you know, about in like, uh, where is it, in Santa Clara? Yeah, it's up the road, Santa it's Clarita, up the five freeway from LA, about 45 minutes. And he said, There's only going to be like 2,000 Two 2, people. I think it's less than that. I think it's only 2,000 in the entire park, which is not a lot of people at all. Yeah, that's like about 50 people in line for each ride, which means you don't have to wait in any line for any roller coaster at all. It was crazy. So you get on a roller coaster where you're hanging upside down and then you go through the whole thing and then you come right back up and you get right back on it again, which sounds like a blast, right? We don't want to wait in line. That's no. a pain in the ass. You need to wait in line. You because need that distancing. Our, my brain. brain was so scrambled. The whole next day, I thought I had a concussion. That's right. I concussion. was feeling sick and out of it. You. You, sh- you cannot go back to back to back to back to back roller coaster rides it's not good you need that break okay it's, it's like having ice cream for every meal yes I like it but like <laughs> save it's it. insane save both it. meanings of the word insane humans are not designed to be on that way okay that's just the Your way brain can't handle roller coasters I mean you do coasters. so I, I literally got off all those roller coasters and I was like maybe I should do a whip it just to stabilize myself. just soul. to calm down just yeah, to calm down yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like spending twenty four seven with your kids, not good for your brain. So you need some time away from them, and it's not good for the relationship. It, re- it it's not good for the relationship with your kids. Like it's like let them take safe distance walks with their friends around the neighborhood or ride bikes if they're old enough to do that. Just let them do those things. That's yes, a good thing. Yes. Or drop them off at a putt putt so that they can destroy the place. That also is an option. also an option for you. <sighs> Get ready, because this story is the definition of just checking out. Parents like, not not in my backyard, NIMBY. A mini golf complex got flooded with hundreds of kids after a mass parent drop-off. Flooded with hundreds of kids sounds like an infestation of kids. Sounds terrible. Flooded with hundreds of kids after a mass parent drop-off, who then started wreaking havoc when they couldn't get their money back, so the cops say. Wait, so- why are, they dropped them off and then they mass parent drop off and then they immediately wanted their money back. Why is everyone dropping their kids off at the same time? Like everyone got sick of their kids at the exact same moment and said, "Here you Here's take a em. mass drop off. You take them local. It's putt like putt. a mass exodus." You deal with it. I love that they're like putting it on. The, you deal with them now. Yeah. Okay. There's enough stuff here to keep them busy for like a month. You take them. Just make sure they call in for their first cl- first day of class Zoom for school. Bye. Make sure they don't kill each other and uh, we'll see you in like a month. This went down at a putt. It's Sunday, Saturday this night. This is when you're expecting too much out of your putt-putt. You're saying to this day, putt only can only do one thing. Putt-putt. And- it's like saying and to the go-karts and maybe it's like showing up to like a place that sells just like, you know, iPhone cases and, and asking sit, them for chargers. Yeah. Chargers. Like, and can, can I buy a new iPad here? They're like, we, that's too much. We just You're, have a glittery case. And there's a thousand people in line behind me who and, all want it. And they're, and they're about all, to trash the and kiosk. And they're going to tip your kiosk over. This went down Saturday night at the Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis, Jay, is a place where at least three people have been stabbed. I've never been, but I'm telling you that's what it is. And it sounds like the beginning of a Dusty Springfield song. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis is a front for a prostitution ring called the 19th hole. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis is a place where children are dropped off to their dads for dad's their dad, weekend. for a weekend in custody. That's right the custody. Right there. Dad's weekend. Putt-Putt yeah. Fun Center. Do we, we do the drop-off in the parking lot, lot of the Putt-Putt Fun F- Center in Memphis. Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis has not been cleaned in 13 years. Yeah. I have no proof, but I'm telling you, that's probably being generous. I think the Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis just got a girl's bathroom seven years ago. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis sells beer to anyone. Yeah. they don't, You're not even carded. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis has a claw machine that has never worked. Yes. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis has AstroTurf in the bathrooms. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis is neither fun nor is it in the center of Memphis. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis is the type of place where 400 kids get dropped off in quarantine and all hell breaks loose. And people who have been to the Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis are like, yeah, that sounds sounds about right to me. The Putt-Putt Fun Center in Memphis is the beginning of the apocalypse. It is where police officers responded to a call for service over reports of chaos breaking out after several different parents left upwards of 300 to 400 kids. Several different parents didn't leave three to 400 kids. A uh, hundred. A hundred parents. Fifty parents. 150 parents left those kids at the facility. At least 200 parents. And left. they began destroying the joint. The staff told cops the sheer number. So of- who? Who? tricked who into thinking this was an event that we can all do. The staff told cops the sheer number of people put them in violation of COVID-19 regulations, but that That was was the least of their worries. I saw the video. Yeah. You got to see the video. This This was a coordinated event. Is this improv everywhere? Improv everywhere. You've done it again. A flash mob. Flash mobs, by the way, great idea about 12 years ago. No more. Not so great during COVID-19. One of the teens ripped up the plexiglass at the front of the desk and threw it at the workers, that's nice, and then proceeded to hurl even more objects, which helped kick off a stampede and more destruction. I'm like, what is this? A Spirit Airlines counter in South Florida? Jesus Christ. What is going on? It only takes one kid to rip off the COVID-19 protective plexiglass and then all hell breaks loose. That's right. Why? Why? Why were they dropped off? This feels like a church youth group event gone wrong. There was even a firework that was set off. Just okay. pure mayhem. It really? Is, it was probably mayhem. set off in the bathroom or, or in in the, the arcade. arcade. That would be, yeah. Oh, Putt Putt Fun Center of Memphis. What have you of done, Central Memphis? You should have seen four hundred kids coming and said, "Nope, no, 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 no. amount of money." If is I saw four hundred kids coming, I start locking the gates. Four hundred teens coming cops say witnesses told him the girl on the video chucking crap that's a great there's a great witness was fed up because she couldn't get a refund 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 Re- who is she paul dooley from breaking away refund refund why do you want a refund what, what do you need? You're Why out, is this kid asking for a refund? You're out at a putt-putt center with a bunch of other kids. You should just be happy for that. Kids and money are so funny. Like a, like a kid will drop a $20 bill and be like, well, I guess that's gone. We're, you're like, it's right there. Yes. Pick it up. Meanwhile, if you drop it into a sewer, like a dad will take off the sewer thing and lower a baby down in a Bjorn to go get it. To go right? grab it. Yep. That's like a makeshift claw is yes. what you're doing. It. Your baby is your claw. That's maybe the craziest thing about this whole thing is that the kid was being responsible enough to try and get a refund, and then just tore the place up like they were completely irresponsible. Well, and it also money conscious, money conscious, but the refund part of it is odd. Yeah, like what? Why do you need a refund? So at this people point? online said that they claim that some of the putt putt centers' gaming machines were faulty and taking people's money without any playing time. Yeah, the putt putt game center in Central Memphis does not. Their games don't work. That should be on the sign out front. Hey, welcome to the arcade. Most of the games here. Some of might work. Some some might work. Most of them are going to eat your money. That's it. Play at your own risk. Welcome to the Putt Putt Fun Center. We don't whenever shit doesn't work here. When we used to go to the bowling alley back in the old days. Also, there are no air hockey paddles. Use your fingers. And if you break your fingers, that's your fault. That's what it says on the sign out. We used to go and my son would be like, I want to try to win an Apple watch. I'm like, you won't. You won't. You, you, you need 9 million tickets for an Apple No, ta- No, no. It's the thing where you have to measure to it goes in the keyhole and you grab it and then you're going to win. I'm like, you're not going to win it. You're not going to win it. They I mean, It's rigged. It, they, I, I was like, do you think it's easy? Do you think they want to give away 11 of these a day? They'll go out of he business. He doesn't care. They don't and care. They it. dropped a $5 bill and was like, well, that's gone. Yep. It appears when this girl was given the cold shoulder, she lost it. When the cops arrived, they gave her a juvenile summons for disorderly conduct. The staff was left to clean up the mess behind everyone. That is a mess. That but is, if you've seen just teenagers just hanging out, it is a mess. It's a mess. It's like a underneath an Applebee's table after three babies were there. A mess. That's a disaster area right it there. It is like you need that broom where the, the dustpan is on a stick so you don't have to get down close That's to right. it. You don't want to bend Set it down and it opens up. Pick it up and it closes up. I've seen the video; it's insane. Uh, it it's like insane. the moment that every kid was told that their summer camp was canceled. They lose it. Yeah, and then I think at some point in it's the switched, chaos, it, it becomes fun. fun for them. Yeah, it switched to Just fun. Throwing stuff around is fun. Your kids would love that. Well, or, or, or you know what this is like? This is like maybe the only fun this putt-putt center in Minneapolis and not Minneapolis, Memphis can can. So, but but here's provide. the deal. Think about these kids. Think about what they've been through. All right. I'm not saying I'm not giving them credit been through for a lot, been but through a lot. I'm just saying this is inevitable. This blow up, this explosion. This isn't necessarily about games not working. This is months of being cooped up and not being able allowed to do what they do. And so they're letting it fly right now. This is anger on top of anger, on top of frustration on top. Where of in the name, the of, the name of John Morant are their parents? Okay. Yes. Yes. Who is driving their kids off to be with four hundred other kids? Who yeah. is doing that? Parents who have had enough and uh, parents of the year—they're yeah. they're all going for Parents of the Year award. Parents who are looking at their families, looking at their kids, surveying the situation because that's what we're doing now. We're saying, "Look, we can't do this, you guys. We're not going to be able to do this. We're not going to." You're telling your family what you cannot be able to do. You're looking also at your you're family. saying to yourself, "Go on out there and get some COVID and bring it back in the house. See what you can do." Also, you're like, "Okay, unemployment's getting cut, so." We could probably get through the next six months if one of you went to juvenile detention. Right. At least you'll be getting three meals a day. Start some shit when you get over to that putt Drop putt her place. off at of the putt-putt center and let- just her let, go buck wild let and then, then God sort someone it out. else will feed her for six That's months. That's right. I've wanted to say this for so long, my plexiglass-throwing daughter, okay? Yeah. She's the state's problem now. That's right. That's what I want to say. That's, That's what, what this all feels, feels like. like. Every parent who dropped their kid off tonight- to just tell their kids, go out there and get it done. Get it done. You got to do this for the family. Do it for the family. Don't mess some stuff up. Go get arrested. Go get a new house. I can't believe these kids didn't drive off the property in the go-karts. Yeah. Like over the tires and out of there. It reminds me of, wasn't there that TV show on CBS called like Kid Town? Kid Town. Kid Town. Kid Town. And it was the dumbest thing. They idea. let the kids run the town. And like seven-year-olds. And they're like, 3 of them drank liquid draino which they left under the sink for some reason. One, 2 of them got hurt badly. 1 of them got herpes. Yeah. How does a kid, How get, does herpes? A kid get herpes? That's and no adults around that's scary. Bizarre. Was there a koala bear nearby? Uh, I don't know. Koala, all I know is that's yeah, syphilis. All I know is no, it's chlamydia. Is it chlamydia? If I'm at a McDonald's play place in Central Memphis, I'm locking everything up because you know you're next. You're next. Flash mob coming your way. All right, there the, you go. This mob of children is coming at you and they are angry. There you go. That is a show. You guys have a great day. Stay connected, stay protected. Don't get infected. This is not a hoax. But we got the jokes and we'll be here for you. Put every a mask day. on. We'll see you guys tomorrow. di da. di da. da da.